You are listening to the Cheetah Culture USA show, the only news and podcast in English about AS Cheetadella. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cheetah Culture USA show, episode number 115, coming to you on Tuesday, February 20th, following Cheetadella's disaster afternoon in La Spezia. 4 2 loss for Cheetadella. That's their fifth loss in a row for Gorini and the whole team. Very. Bad loss in La Spezia in, in a game where Cittadella were controlling up until a few referee calls and a period where they were losing their minds a little bit that we haven't seen in a long time. And that, that is now five straight losses, and the pressure is mounting on this team heading into the game on the weekend against Catanzaro. So we got a lot to talk about in this podcast. So let's get into it. But before we start, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CittadellaUSA. And visit our website at chitacachiusa.com for more information, news, articles, all that stuff about AS Chitarela. So, welcome back to the podcast. It has been one week since we recorded with Elia from Speziato. Thank you for, to Elia once again for having me on his channels in the post and pre match games and for coming on, on, this, on this podcast. If you are tuning into the pre match and post match that I Had a little bit of a conversation with him. You know that I was trying my best to speak Italian and give my thoughts about the game. Now, I've,、uh, it's been a few days since the game, so it's kind of been a cooler mind right now, and it's been time to reflect on these last、uh, couple days on the game. But that was, a, that was a pretty brutal loss for Cittadella. That is now five losses in a row for the Granata. They, This was a game, it reminded me of a lot of the game, the game some of the games of last year where Cittadella was in a relegation fight and it seemed like every other game someone was getting a red card. That's kind of how it felt here.、Uh, Cittadella was down to nine men in the second half due to two red cards very late on in the first half where they just completely imploded、uh, mentally and just physically in the game where Spezia. Really did not create much、um, up until the goal. And we'll, we'll get into the referees a little bit、uh, because there were some questionable calls, but this was definitely a big talking point in this game. I haven't seen Cittadella lose its heads like this since last year when you know, they had a very big discipline issue. It seems like they were getting so many red cards every other game. This was something that we thought we had turned the corner in,、um, in the season, where we thought Cittadella had very much improved their mindset and mentality, which they have, and let's not forget that. But this was really the first time where I've personally I, I've seen them really lose it on the field. And that's all that all started until you know, the 35th minute when Daniele Verde scored the goal for Spezia. Cittadella was in control in that match. Pandolfi scored a great goal in the second minute of the game. Things were going really smoothly for Cittadella. They were not giving Spezia any real big chances. They were really controlling the game well. And a little bit of a silly foul. I, I, don't, I forgot who it was. I believe it was on Branca.、Uh, a foul kind of on the edge of the area. And Verde putting in、um, a delicious free kick into the top corner. But. It, it was the foul in the buildup to that play that got Cittadella really rattled up. That kind of really what started the domino effect 
it did not seem like from the replays that Verde was really tripped up there by Branca. It, it looked like a very, very soft foul that the referee gave up, and that soft foul led to the goal. So that's that's 1-1. One, one. And two minutes later, Spezia score off a counter. Um, you know, I, I think Castrati should have done a lot better there. A bit slow to react, and really, Cittadello just in shock uh, to be conceding twice in two minutes, where just two minutes ago they were really in control, given that they were missing Nicola Pavan, uh, Stefano Negro. Um, you got Angeli and Frade starting back there. Ritza, Alicia Ritza got the start on the left uh, in replace for Salvi, who had a flu incident in the week, so he wasn't able to make the game. So that was really... And then... So after Verde scored and then after uh, Di Serio scored off the header to make it 2-1, then it, it really got interesting because uh, another foul was committed by Branca in the attacking third. It, it was just, you know, an ordinary foul. And then apparently, according to Guarini's post-game conference that he spoke to after the game, which was, if you get a chance to see it, please do, he was livid. After the match, I mean, I have not seen him that angry in a long, long time. Uh, in in really his third season, I have not seen him really get that mad. Maybe since the Ascoli match, when um, he got in a little bit of a scuffle with uh, Buki, the Ascoli coach. But he apparent Gorini apparently told the media that uh, Branca, Branca uh, apparently told the referee to to f off. And that got him immediately sent off. Now, the, the TV cameras did not pick this up right away. So there was a bit of a confusion to what was going on uh, from my point of view. And it didn't take long to realize Branca was sent off. Um, and Guarini doesn't really have any complaints about there. Um, we'll get to Branca in a little bit. But then, literally 30 seconds later, Spezia come down. And it's Matteo Angeli, who was already on a yellow getting getting his second yellow right on the stroke of halftime. There was only one minute of added time in this match, believe it or not. And that's that was really the game for Cittadella. I mean, if you're going 11 v 9, 2-1 down at halftime, it's very unlikely that you're going to, you know, get a get a few goals in the next in the next half to maybe salvage a draw, but um, you know, obviously that didn't happen. So it's it was really the second foul on Angeli. I, for me personally, I I did see a little bit of contact, but given in the context of the game was going, I don't think that should have been called. And if we're talking about consistency, I think that if it was given, then I think a lot of other Spezia players did deserve at least a few bookings because. Spezia committed 19 fouls in this match. Cittadella committed 18. Cittadella got seven cards, both red and yellow, and Spezia only got one in total. Just one, and that came very late in the second half. So there has to be a consistency with the referees, and that's that's kind of my issue with this, is there has to be a level of con consistency because if if the referee is giving yellow cards to basically every foul that Cittadella is, is committing. The same has to be applied for Spezia and the Spezia players. And they, on the night, on the day, they committed more fouls than Cittadella, but got only one yellow card. 
So that's that's kind of my issue with this. I'm not saying that Branca didn't deserve to get sent off. If he did, apparently did tell the referee to F off, then yes, he did definitely get to deserve to yellow, uh, red card. Um, Anjali, you know, you can make what it is. It's second yellow card. I think you should have known better with going in a tackle like that on a, on a, already on a yellow, but you know, debatable that that challenge. This is my this is also my issue because Branca, he is the captain of this team. He took over from you know Manuel Iordi back in 2021. It was also being switched around between uh, Perticone, who has now moved on, and uh, Nicola Pavan, which was sitting out in this game. So Branca has the captain art man. As a captain, I believe you have to be calm in these moments, and you can't kind of lose your head in a in a half where things were just going really poorly at the at, towards the end uh at, towards the end of the 45th minute i think chitrella branca needs just to tell the team let's just get to halftime let's um you know maybe have a, a word or two with the referee after in in the tunnel or whatever but let's just focus on getting to halftime without conceding another or losing another man because we've seen many times this year that Chitarella can come back from losing positions and going into halftime down down two men when it really started from that one play from really Branca. Um, I know Verde's uh, foul in the buildup, maybe that started it, but that was a completely unnecessary um, you know, foul in really red card by Branca. And I think as a captain, he needs to do a lot better there. Um, so and that's that's what he gets. He gets sent off, and Chitarella end up losing the game. They did get a goal back from Andrea Magrassi to make it a little bit interesting, but uh, Eduardo Sotini debut for Sotini, who came on in the second half. He did commit the he did commit a foul in the penalty box, and Spezia made it four two on the afternoon. So there was a lot to unpack in this game. I I think I even wrote it in the in the tweet that I said like there's so much to unpack that I cannot explain this in one tweet so just get ready to the podcast where I could let it all out and that's what I've done it right now but um you know once again it's another game where Chitadella has gifted three points to the opponents in this five game losing streak that Chitadella has had there's been times where you know you could say that they probably deserve to lose Two two times I think that has happened. That's that was the first the one that started this all was against Ternana. You could say that Ternana was the better team. That's fine. Then the next one, Sampdoria, one 0 up. Uh, Pandolfi getting the goal in the second half against really, if we're being honest, a very poor Sampdoria side, and they give them give them two goals um, in front of the big crowd in front of, uh, against a team that has not won again in losing positions, they they gift away, they chuck that three points away. Uh, Brescia, you could make the same as Ternana, you know, probably played uh, off off the field for that game, even though it was tied at halftime. You, you could still say maybe Chitarella deserved to lose that game. That's fair. Then the game against Parma, I think Chitarella were unlucky not to get a draw in that match. If a little bit better finishing and more concentration in the back, I think that would have been a different game. Um, but you could also make the argument that Parma is just so much quality up front that it's hard to beat. That's fair. 
And then this game against Spezia, a, a game where Cittadella were in control up until the 35th minute, and they really just imploded, and something that we haven't seen really so far this year. So it's another missed opportunity. It's another loss for Cittadella. That is now five in a row, has slipped down to seventh place, now only three points above the playoff line as uh, the playoff race really starts to heat up here. And the next opponent, Catanzaro, is three points above Cittadella with 39 points, and we'll get into that game in a little bit. But I just want to make it clear that we are... Cittadella is still not safe from relegation. I know we've been you know, talking about playoffs recently in the last few weeks because they were in the top five for a while. Now they've dropped down to top seven. It, yes, it is still very unlikely that they'll get relegated from this position, but 36 points, I don't think that'll get you enough to get over the line by the come end of the season. So, um, you know, just just be aware that it's not over yet. I, I never said that Cittadella were officially saved. I said that they were very likely that they were Cittadella are safe from relegation and probably won't slide back there because it's going to be taking a monumental collapse, but they're on five-game losing streak, and they don't get a result in another five games. If maybe they get like two draws and three losses, then they're probably mid-table and you know maybe starting to creep down there, and you don't want to go through that uh, after what Cittadella went through Cittadella went through last season uh, with that relegation scare. So they would rather be focusing on playoffs. And so that's that's I just want to make that very clear that Cittadella, yes, it's they're having a great season. Yes, they are still well above the relegation zone, but 36 points won't be enough and they probably got to get two, three more wins for that to be really out of the clear. Let's get into the stats a little bit, as you know, I love talking about stats. Back to the chart, Chitrela points by round, and after the five straight losses, the line has really plateaued for this season on the chart. Um, still, they're basically smack dab in the middle of what I like to call the, th the green funnel, and if you look on previous posts, and I did publish this chart uh, a few weeks back, so it's not as updated, but... Um, Cittadella is still within that playoff range, which means if they kind of continue in this funnel that they will likely make playoffs. But they are starting to fall back a little bit, and they start they need to start getting uh, back in that groove and back in, in the upward trajectory because they are really, Cittadella are only six points better from where they were last season, yet it seems like a completely different season. Uh, when you term when you compare you know what happened last season with um, just the sheer amount of competitiveness 30 points this year let's pull that up right real quick uh, what is who has 30 points right now so Pisa and Reggiana have 30 points they're in 12th 13th five points above the relegation zone um, if I remember last year around this time Chitro were still kind of in that range so it's still not uh Still not safe from there, but really only six points better from where they were last season. Um, Gorini's first season in charge, they had 38 points at this stage, which is two points better from where Cittadella are um, at this time. But in, in overall, it's maybe a win better from where they were um, in 
uh, previous seasons where they did make playoffs. But if they do continue to plateau and continue to draw a straight line, they will get into the red funnel, which I have not talked about, but that's basically like the green funnel. Red funnel is just uh, in risk of relegation and risking going down to Serie C if you get into that funnel. So we just we want to stay on the path of green and up the trajectory uh, because I'm sure Cittadella fans and I am tired of covering losses on this podcast and I want to get back to covering wins and victories for Cittadella. We miss the good vibes and we want it back. So match day 35 in Serie B ended. It was a quite eventful match day. A big, big uh, match play implications going into this upcoming weekend, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, we got Ascoli drawing against Cremonese 0-0 on Friday. Then we got Bari beating Feralpisalo 1-0. Lecco losing 3-1 to Cosenza. It's looking very dire for Lecco at the moment. Parma get an incredible win at home against Pisa. Pisa tied the game at 2-2 in the 94th minute, seeming like they were going to get out of there with the draw. But Parma come back the other way and score to make it 3-2. It's one of those games where you just know it is Parma season and they're truly on their way to Serie A. Ternana getting a big win away against Reggiana 2-0. Spezia beating Cittadella obviously 4-2. Catanzaro against Sutirol. This was a good game 2-2. Both teams coming back to get a point. Palermo, this was the big match. Uh, Palermo against Como at the Stadio Renzo Barbera. That finished in a 3-0 win for Palermo. So Palermo really getting some good form and gaining some steam entering March. Sampdoria tied against Brescia 1-1. That was a former Cittadella player, Davide Adorni, getting a late goal for Brescia. And then Venezia fails to go in second place after a 2-2 draw with Modena. And with saying that, let's transition into the match against Catanzaro this Saturday at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato. That is, let's see, the, sorry, February 24th at uh, 8 a.m. Eastern time. That's 2 p.m. local time. Kickoff at Cittadella. It checked the rain. I, I checked the forecast once again, and it looks like it will be raining once again, uh, just like the match two weekends ago against Parma. So bring your raincoats, bring your ponchos if you are going to the match. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the first home match against Catanzaro in club history because last game against Catanzaro they finished 1-1 down south in Calabria back in I believe it was September uh, that was the first time the two clubs have ever met each other and that finished in a 1-1 draw so it's now this time for Catanzaro to come up north to Veneto to play Cittadella first time at the Tombolato in the history uh, between these two clubs now I will say this is a very important game for Cittadella. This is a once. This is kind of like the Brescia match uh, at the start of the month, where they have to get a result because if you look on the calendar next, Cittadella plays Venezia on Wednesday uh, at the Stadio Pierluigi Penzo. Uh, Venezia, as we know, are a very difficult team this year. As always, just going to Venice—that's always a difficult game. So. They need to get a result here because they do not want to lose, once again, another game, Cittadella, and then having to go into Venezia 
with backs against the wall. And look, if they lose that match, it's going to be seven losses in a row going into the, the following match, which is against Pisa at the start of March. So they have to get a result in this match. I cannot stress that enough. I, I mean, I think a lot of people would prefer the win, and I, I say the same. I think, really, Cittadella, this is a, this is close to must-win territory, even though it, it kind of isn't. Uh, but they, they cannot lose this game under any circumstances. They got to get at least a point, you know, stop the bleeding, uh, stop the, the losing streak, and get a point just to kind of get a fresh in mind because in the past recent performances yes the performance has been there it hasn't been like Cheetah has been playing bad they've just you know shot themselves in the foot a few times they've really gifted away a lot of opportunities to for points um yet the performance is still there that's not really helping with the mentality and mindset because yeah you could perform all you want and all um good you want but if you're not getting points at the end of the day it, it really means nothing to to the squatters or Gorini. So they need to get at least a draw. They need to get good in a good performance here against a very difficult Catanzaro side who are three points above Cittadella in the standings. So if you want to call this a little playoff fixture uh, preview, you can if you want. But Cittadella is starting to kind of lose ground on the top three, top four, because Como is in fifth place with 45 points. Cittadella has slid to 7th place with 36 points. So um, right, right above them is 6th place Catanzaro with 39 points. So it's really a 6-pointer game if you're looking at it um, in terms of head-to-head, -head, uh, in terms of you know points, because if Catanzaro wins 42 points, uh, then they go 6 points above Cittadella, and that is a really mountain to climb. There is still a lot of season to be played, let's be real. Uh, but it's really, it's going to be very difficult, um, you know, to get back on the right track. But I cannot stress this enough that Cittadella needs to get a result uh, just to reset and to really turn the page on this bad run of form because I don't, I think they are better than five losses in a row. Uh, I, I think they are a good side, this Cittadella squad but they need to prove it and get a result. Maybe maybe it won't be easy. Maybe it won't be very pretty. Maybe Cittadella will suffer in this game, and if they have to grind out a 1-0 victory and get the three points just to kind of clear up some and breathe a sigh of relief, I think Cittadella should be fine with that. I, I think there should be really no reason why um, anyone really oppose like a 1-0 scrappy win as long as Chitadel gets three points I think they'll be very happy and just to stop the bleeding to reset and get a result against a good Catanzaro side if you look at the uh, home points there Chitadel are still tied for what they had last year but having played a few less games so they've all they need is a draw to to, to better their points total from last season uh, waypoints is still continuing to struggle for Cittadella because they are 3-4-5 and five on the road, still at 13 points this season on their travels. Um, last season, they had 20 points on the road from 19 games. But if we look at Catanzaro a little bit, they are a team that uh, Cittadella should not panic. 
one I've said this many times where Chitarello go go behind they start to trail um they, they shouldn't panic because they've shown many times this year that they can get back and get a result Catanzaro has lost 14 points so far this season from losing positions they lost another two points this this weekend against Sutiro where they were they took the lead but couldn't uh, hold on to it and then having to come back and tie the game so this is going to be a very very difficult game for Chitadella. Uh, but once again I, I sound like a broken record but they have to get a result they need to turn the page on this bad run of form they need to get something out of this game going into the match midweek match the derby against Venezia next week so that's um that's kind of all I need to say about that game coming up it is once again February 24th at 2 p.m local time at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato catch the game on Sky now or DAZN as always let's read you the standings and match day 26 going into this um, going into this 26th match day of Serie B, we got Cosenza hosting Sampdoria on Friday. Cittadella hosting Catanzaro once again. Another big match this season uh, involving Palermo is Cremonese against Palermo. This might be the biggest game so far. It is two versus three. Winner goes into second place as of right now. So a big, big game in Cremona on Saturday. Then we got Feralpi Salo hosting Ascoli. It's a big game for the relegation battle. Sutiro hosting Bari. Brescia against Reggiana. Como hosting Parma, another big game. Pisa hosting Venezia. Ternana hosting Lecco. And then on Sunday is Modena against Spezia. Reading the table a little bit, Parma is really pulling themselves away with 54 points on first place. Second place, like I said, Cremonese with 46 points, one point below them in third place is Palermo, who are gaining steam and play Cremonese this upcoming Saturday. So that's something to keep an eye out on. Tied with them on 45 points is uh, Venezia and Como, which occupy fourth and fifth place. Sixth place is Catanzaro, like I said, with 36, or uh, 39, sorry. 36 points is what, what Cittadella has in seventh place. Um, eighth place is Modena with 34 points. And ninth place is Brescia tied with uh, Bari on 33 points. Little bit on the bottom end of the table, Lecco still on 20 points in last place. They are, like I said, the situation is looking very dire for Lecco at the moment. For Alpisalo, the new, this good run of form kind of stalled a little bit. They're back to 19th place on 21 points. Ascoli, 18th place with 23 points. Spezia pulling themselves out of the direct relegation zone and putting themselves in the playoff zone for relegation with 17th uh, 17th place with 25 points alongside with them 16th place Ternana with 25 points 15th Sampdoria with 28 points tied with them 14th Sutiro with 28 points. That, that is that's kind of the match day and that is where I'm going to end it right here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Chitkach USA show. I really appreciate the viewers and uh, stay tuned for next week where we'll be recapping the match against Catanzaro and previewing the derby against Venezia. Cittadella needs a result this upcoming Saturday, 2 p.m. against local, 2 p.m. local time against Catanzaro at the Stadio Pier Cesare Tombolato. 
they need a result they need a draw something to start stop the bleeding and that is that's what Gorini has to hope for even though he might be he was, he's going to be losing uh Branca Angeli and possibly Pavan once again for injury it's going to be a good night it's going to get it's going to be a good match and uh so make sure to watch it on Saturday 8 a.m eastern time here in the United States and for me, I will see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CheatCutUSA and visit our website at CheatCutUSA.com for more information, news, articles, all that stuff about ASG That's it for me today. I'll see you next week. And as always, Forza Cheetah. Thank you for listening to the CheatCutUSA show. If you liked it, please share and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at CheatCutUSA. See you next time. And remember... Forza Cita.